Welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real brides looking for real advice. This episode of the Wedding Planning Q&A is brought to you by the Bridal Journey and Wanderlust Creative. Today on the show, we come back and pick up where we left off last week, chatting all about the difference between a wedding planner and a wedding stylist. Today, we answer questions such as what are the pros and cons? Is it worth doing it yourself? And is a stylist essential to your wedding day? Hi, Laura. <laughs> Hi, We're just uh, knee deep in a Prosecco. We've recorded that intro three <laughs> times so far. So we're really winning today. But it's Friday. So yeah. how can we be exactly. sad about exactly. the whole thing? Um, how are you? I'm good. Always. I've had a shocking week where let had this be a, a warning to anyone who has a baby. I made myself a cup of tea um, Tuesday morning and sat on the couch and it fell and spilt over my five-week-old's legs and she was all burnt and it was horrific and I had to dunk her in the sink and call the ambulance and ended up in emergency and yeah and she's still recovering shit. it was just shit it was shit and we were yeah, talking offline awful. weren't we just about the whole mum guilt thing and the mum shame thing and I think anyone that is a parent like a young like any parent, not just a young parent, but any parent listening to this totally knows that feeling where we're supposed to protect them over everything and we can't do anything wrong and anyone that does anything wrong is like shunned and it's such a hard, such a hard thing to be a mum. Like it's so fucking hard. And then when something like that happens, which is obviously not purposeful and totally wasn't planned and wasn't meant to happen, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. But... It was horrible. Her legs done. are incredible for having a tiny little burn on them, which is amazing. Mm. And it's like, she's good. Now it's your turn she's to right. heal. As she's screaming. As she's crying. She's like, I know that you're talking <laughs> about me. And the best was because I'm engaged, which <laughs> is why I'm finding this podcast so helpful. But I went to our wedding venue on Sunday and I think we're going to lock it in. We're going to, we've decided. <gasps> oh are you going to tell people? Not what the venue is, but we decided that after, you know, I, w- Laura and I interviewed Jazz Lindsay last week and she yes. had a really small, just her brother and his partner at her wedding and they had it in a restaurant and it sounded amazing and Laura was telling me about another kind of mini money she went to. So we've decided that we've just cut our guest list down to 30 and we're going to a winery and we're going to have something really, especially during this time with covid you know, really little and yeah. small and intimate and amazing. So oh, that will be, be beautiful. So follow along. I'm learning a lot from Laura as well. Yes. What is yeah, your this best is perfect and worst? timing, isn't it? Okay. Um, worst. Yeah, I've got to stop looking out the window after one for a second. Um, worst is, but let's start on the best. My best part of this week has actually been. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe because my weeks at the moment are completely taken up with weddings. Like they, I've got no life. I'm seeing no, none of my friends. I've got no uh, anything else going on. I have not. I said I text Andy the other week and I'm like, I'm going to uh, um, go back to Bridgerton because in another episode <laughs> just before, like recently, I was like, I haven't watched it. I got halfway through it. So shit. Anyway, so I am planning on that. And is I told one of Laura my, to persist. Yes, because I felt like I got bored and I'm like a real true crime crime person. Like my docos need to be like 
full of gore and cool things. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to watch something, I want something that's going to intrigue me. And anyway, so I'm going to go back to Bridgerton, but I haven't had a ta- chance because people are actually the, getting the married. The guy is just so hot. Does he – no, we've discussed this. He makes it though, doesn't he? Like I have to persevere. Okay. Yeah, I Is it like suggest- soft porn though? Like yes. is it really that hardcore? No. But no, God. It, oh, mm. yeah. It's Vaguely. a bit wild. Mm. Okay, but, anyway. oh, it's just kind of like a love story and he's really hot oh. and he tells her he burns for her. Like, I burn oh, for you. Yes, okay. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, you get shivers and you're like, actually, oh I'm watching it for a second time. Mm. Okay, maybe we should Do watch you know it I mean? together. You yeah, need to like, you know, like this. the notebook. How yes. It's like that love. Yeah, like, okay. But see, I liked the notebook. Yeah. But I didn't love it. Maybe I'm just not a romantic. Have anyway. you seen The Night Stalker on Netflix? That's no. a good murder. Is it? The yeah, Night yeah. That no, I want to watch a um, really good one. The Cecile Hotel. Yeah, see, this is my oh, have you? That. This is my it's problem. Creepy. I've it's, got all these. We couldn't sleep last night. Yeah, see, I've got all these things I want to watch, and then Bridgerton just keeps falling down the bottom. Anyway, I'm supposed to be flying to Sydney for clients. I've got two weddings up there. I've got to go visit three suppliers, two couples, three sites um, next week, and I'm praying to any god that anyone believes in that they do not close the borders because I need to get up to Sydney. Um, so COVID again is rearing its little head, which is the worst part of the week. But best part, if I can get on that plane, I'll be able to start Bridgerton because I have no children with me. So that will be amazing. Oh, God. Um, All right. And that's my week. Shall we kick it off? Let's kick it off. So Let's question one. Okay. This is from Hannah. She got in contact with us over Instagram. So if your venue has a planner, is it essential to get a stylist? Okay. Um, and so I would say, firstly, Hannah, double check with your venue whether or not it is an event manager or an event coordinator or a wedding planner because they do two different things and then a stylist is completely different. Remember, and we discussed this last week, planners will take your budget, your ideas, your desires, your wants, your needs and research and source your every single vendor that you're going to need to your budget for your wedding day. Okay, they'll work really closely with you. They'll get multiple quotes. They'll source multiple avenues um, and they'll do all of the legwork, all of the emails, all of the back and forth, contracts, everything like that. They're really there and out there looking after you as a couple. Make sure that those jobs are the same if you have a planner at your venue. There's not a heap of planners that reside at venues. So chances are this may actually be a event planner but really an event coordinator and what an event coordinator can do is make sure that all your suppliers are towing the line with their run sheets their bump ins their bump outs give them all the logistical direction give you recommendation of their preferred supplier list um, which is suppliers that would have worked at the venue before um, but they might not necessarily get the quotes get the options and make suggestions for you so there's a bit of a difference there so be careful when you're comparing a planner at a venue who's employed by the venue and an actual wedding planner and it's not essential to ever get a stylist a stylist is a luxury nice luxury yeah not necessarily a necessity how much of your work is styling and planning 
Do you know what? Most brides hire you as we we include a full styling creative in our planning package, so we don't ever. Um, we don't ever book clients to plan their entire wedding and then outsource creatives. Our team develops the client's creative when they book a planning. When a client books only styling consultations, then, you know, we'll do that, but not be in charge of any of the others. However, probably five years ago, I reckon it would have been like 60% styling, 40% planning couples, I think, which is, is, in Victoria, that's probably pretty normal. In the rest of the world, most people book planners rather than stylists because most planners do the whole thing and they're qualified in the whole thing. Okay. Now, we probably do 90% planning jobs and maybe 10% come. And I think to us for styling, and I think that alone – I think that's got to do with a lot of factors, but one of the biggest one is experience. And, you know, COVID's kind of thrown people. I think, you know, people are a lot more, they'd prefer to invest with a planner who they know has got their back rather than try and wing it through COVID themselves and hope that they don't misread a contract or um, not understand a pricing structure. At least your planner's going to do that. So no, a stylist is not essential, but if you're a creative and you really want to um get the best out of the money that you spend on all your creative vendors and you want a really cohesive look then it's a really beautiful luxury if you can afford it all right question two from andrea is pros of getting a planner slash stylist or doing it yourself well there's pros and cons in every situation isn't there i mean look i always like to start i always like to finish on positives so let's start on a con But I also think that this can be a positive too because I don't think hiring a planner or a stylist is ever a negative. But there are a few that come to mind straight off the bat that I think people need to be aware of. Um, And some people would see the cost investment of a stylist or a planner um, as potentially a con. It might be something that they had not ordinarily planned for in terms of their budget build-up. It's not a supplier that you have to have to make a wedding. So there are some suppliers such as, you know, a celebrant or a priest, they need to legally marry you. So they are a necessity. Um, a photographer to capture your day, they are kind of a necessity. Um, you know, you want a bouquet, a florist is a necessary supplier. Uh, you need to be fed. A caterer is a necessary supplier. So there's a lot of suppliers in the wedding industry, coordinators, planners, stylists, um, transport. Um, I think videography is a necessity, but some say it is a luxury. So there are lots of suppliers that you may not have fit into your budget initially. Um, so the investment in a planner per se might be seen as a negative because most qualified good planners, you know, can cost um, anywhere between five and $10,000 to hire. So that could be potentially a con um, for a planner or a stylist. A, 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 another con, if you are that way inclined, could be a creative difference with your stylist. So your creative elements are completely subjective. They are you know, I might view it as lilac and you might view it as mauve. So the way that you perceive a creative element is all in the eyes of who's, you know, looking at it. So 
unless you are a creative yourself and in that case you've got a really, really strong idea of what you want it to look like and how you're going to achieve it and what colours go together um, or unless you are the type of person that is like, I just know that I like this vibe but I don't know what I need so please do it for me, you may run into some creative differences. So potentially doing it yourself, you don't have the you know cost outlay and you don't but- have the creative issue. You know, do you want to be doing it? You know, if you're styling your wedding with flowers yourself, do you want to be going to the flower market at 6am on, you know, the day of your wedding or the day before or you hear about these people that have these weddings and they spend, you know, the whole day before with their bridal party stitching together. Uh, I can't think you know, of anything bouquets, worse. Can you think or putting like, together bouquets nah. instead of just relaxing. Just pay nah. someone to do it, I just, Yeah, just pay <laughs> someone. Just do it. Um, so, look. Well, they don't think about those things that the professionals think about. Like, you know, if it's a hot day, you know, how do you keep these flowers? Exactly. For instance, yeah. you know, not killing over. Don't die. Exactly. And so many people love um, peonies, peonies, depending on who you talk to, how you say it, um, hydrangea. Uh, There are lots of flowers that are really temperamental. And so if you don't know this and it's a 40 degree day and you're putting them on the table at midday because you've got to go and get your hair and makeup, but your reception's not till 7 p.m., they are going to be dead by the time you get to the table with your guests. So yeah, some people view the cost of a planner and a stylist as potentially a con. And look, they are vendors that are not a necessity so they're a luxury um and if you can afford to invest in them they're an amazing luxury but you you can manage to have a wedding yourself without employing a planner or a stylist you've just got to be very aware of the amount of work that you've got to do um on the pros I suppose of employing a planner or a stylist you know, their experience, their organization, the communication that they have with suppliers, their knowledge base is huge and the workload, um, you know, it, it can take anywhere from like th- or anywhere from 200 hours to 500 hours per wedding. Like let's just ballpark it because I've, I've never actually timed it. Do you know what? One day I really should. But then at the same time, I don't know if I want to because I feel like if I put a per hour on it, I'd realize I I and probably most planners would be working for like a dollar an hour. But, um, but there's a lot of hours that go into planning a wedding and the workload is huge. And so the pro of employing someone versus doing it yourself is it removes all that workload. Most, most of my couples are not 21. They're not living at home. They are not you know, experiencing all these life events for the first time. A lot of the couples that I work with live out of home, live with their partners, are successful career-driven people who have mortgages and children and life outside of just getting married. So maybe 20 years ago when the age of marriage was a little bit younger, we're all a little bit older now and there's different things that are happening in our lives. So to take the workload off a couple, an employer planner or a stylist is, you know, a huge weight off their shoulders. So that's definitely a pro um, to employing a planner especially. Um, and, you know, the earlier that you employ these uh, vendors, the more you're going to get out of them. So, um, you know, if you think you can do it and get halfway through and then call on a planner, you're probably not going to get the most out of them. 
Um, you want to do it really early. And, you know, with a stylist, the week leading up to your wedding and the week after, those two weeks where you actually just want to be enjoying your time with your family and your loved ones and after your wedding, your fiance, your husband. Oh, my God, they're not even your fiancé anymore. They're your husband. Um, you don't want to be packing. You don't want to go back to your venue the next day and pack down burnt candles and clean out the glassware and return the cutlery that you hired. Like you don't want to do that. So that's part of a stylist's job and that's, you know, why you employ them. So there is definitely cons. Um, well, let's not even say con, let's say pros to doing it yourself. You save, um, you know, an investment, a cost investment, um, and, you know, you're not fighting anyone on any creative differences. Um, but there's definitely pros of employing them as well. So hopefully that's kind of given you some really base level pros of each. It's good. Yeah. Highlights a lot. Highlights so much. <laughs> All right, question three from Rachel. So how do you create a connection with your planner slash stylist? Oh my gosh, in all these years, I think there's only been like one or two couples where I really haven't connected with them on a creative level. And I've definitely connected with them on a personable level, but not a creative. And there, I think for, for a stylist, there's two different levels creatively if you don't connect you still have to do your job and you've got to advise them on the best way to move forward but I think that you need to be able to connect with all your suppliers I mean they're part of a super intimate day they're with you in some of the most intimate moments like you're getting married other than like the birth of your first babe like it's a pretty intimate time and not not many people really get to experience that so you know if you if you and I always advise my couples as well and with me before they've even booked them. So I'm before they've even booked me. So I'm really honest, but I'm like, if you don't feel super comfortable and if you can't connect with them and your partner thinks that, you know, that supplier is a bit of a dick, don't hire them. It doesn't matter how good they are. It doesn't matter how, how many friends weddings that they've done of yours that, you know, are recommending. If you don't connect with them and they're not your people, don't go with them because the, the experience you only want to kind of do this once right so the experience you want to have with all your suppliers is one where they're like they're your team they've got your back they're going to do anything to make your day incredible and if you're in there kind of doubting a supplier or doubting how you feel um with one of them and you think oh you know oh well, everyone said they're amazing so I know I'll get great photos or I know my flowers will be amazing but we just don't gel um, then, you know, I always suggest potentially reconsider hiring them because you're spending good money, regardless if it's in the, on the lower scale for a florist or on the higher scale, you're still spending good money on a, on a good supplier. If you don't kind of reach them and connect with them, then they're probably not the ones for you. That's a really big point. I think you can't be sucked into the beauty that online and Instagram offers if, you know, you don't have a really good connection with um <laughs> with who they are. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just looking at this little little baby and she's just milk drunk and she's beautiful. Anyway, you can't she do still that. She winks as a bottle in it. I know, look at her trying to suckle it. She's anyway, so <laughs> okay. Back so to, next yes. week on the wedding yes. planning Q and A, we touch base for hopefully the final time. Oh God! 
but we don't think so. We don't know. On COVID and how it has affected your 2020 plans, what it is looking like for 2021 couples and how to approach the year to be still with fears from the year past. If you have a question or would like our advice, simply... (laughs) I can talk really well today. Simply record your message and slide on into our Instagram DMs or leave us an email with your message attached to hello at theyourmepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We got through it. Ciao for now. Bye.